I know y'all missed us. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. long. I'm JB. And, <laughs> and I'm... Oh, whoop, sorry. I was going to try to do the thing. Oh, was, do your thing. My bad. And my co-host is... Dukat, what do you do, y'all? I almost said my government name, <laughs> right, which is fine. I, I should but... get that on my other podcast the other day, but I was like, ooh, and I don't feel like editing because, you know, we have a video with it now, and I ain't got time to be trying to edit video, too. Mm-mm. So, But this is almost blurs. Almost blurs, y'all. We didn't forget about <sighs> you. Life happens. Right. We, oh, so much has happened in such a short amount of time. Yes. But we're back. We still love y'all. It's only been like two weeks. It feels longer. Two weeks. Going on three. Yeah, it has to be going on three because the last episode we did, we talked about episode one of What If. And that's, that it, that's the last one. one. That's the last one. It's been almost a month. It's been almost a month, but we are back. Oh, I feel like we have so much to talk about because there's been so much blurredom going on while we were gone. Like Marvel dropping that random image that had the heart over the tent that was on a Friday, but then deleting the post so it's no why. longer there. I wonder why. Right. I just all there's so many theories for what that could have meant, but what if it was it really like a like a like an accident, like a typo? I don't know because there's two things: the tenth on a Friday is either September the tenth or December the tenth. It could be either one of those dates so for the rest of this out? year. Who? Wait. We still don't have a real trailer to Hawkeye. No. We don't have the formal, like, true announcement for Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, those are the only things I can think of, like, that could be out there. Or maybe it's an announcement for something coming next year. That's true. But when, when does Spider-Man come out? December, Sp- right? Yeah, it comes out in December. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out on December 17th. So still not in line with that heart on that calendar. I don't know. I think I it was know. just a, a type of, a picture yeah. of typo. And Kevin Feige probably fired the person who did it. Yeah, I, I can see it in my mind. It being done like Beyonce did. When she was performing, when she said, lights, somebody's getting fired in the middle of Diva. So, yeah. So we had that. Then we had the dropping of, well, the leaking and then the official dropping of Spider-Man No Way Home, which just happened to coincide with the date that was circled in episode one of WandaVision. Right. So coincidence, not, I don't believe in coincidence. Nothing is a coincidence anymore. There's just, is. they always like to do this stuff in plain sight. So I don't know. They do that stuff to mess with us. And they did. They messed with us. We thought nothing of that date at all because in the show, they explained to us what that date is. Exactly. And then lo and behold, months later, we find out that that date coincided with the date that they were going to be releasing the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Gosh, y'all just now. Do you greatness. think? Do you think? Do you think that they were going to drop the trailer when they dropped it, but their hand was pushed because it leaked the day before? I do. 
I think that because, especially when you're doing stuff like this, you have to send out these trailers to like advertising companies so that they do air at a certain time. So someone is going to see it. Right. So I do think that it was done in anticipation that it was going to happen, but it then almost, it looked like, okay, well shit, we, it's already out there kind of thing for us. It probably looked like, okay, well, there's no point of us getting around this now. It's already out there. Go ahead and push it. So I think it could be a mixture of both. I think don't know if we'll ever know. I don't think we'll ever know, but it just doesn't seem like a coincidence that it happened to drop on the same day as WandaVision said, well, had the heart on the day. So you never know. And the thing that makes the other one even more interesting to me is that that was a fresh calendar. It was a fresh calendar. <laughs> it was a fresh calendar. It didn't have the dates in the same places as the original one. So it's like, okay, what are y'all doing? Is somebody over there just messing with us? Might be. I honestly, when you showed it to me, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was the announcement for WandaVision too. But I'm not really sure where her story could go. Yeah, I thought about that too, but I was like, I kept, I know that Elizabeth Olsen always said that she was kind of told that it was a one and done thing because her story connected straight to Doctor Strange. Well, you know, all those Marvel actors are liars. That is true too. That is they don't too. they have unless you're to. Tom Holland because he doesn't know how to that baby Lord it's written all over his face and do you know how happy he probably was that it leaked and it wasn't his fault exactly he was like <laughs> could have been me guys could have been me <laughs> right oh it man so what him. was your reaction when you saw the trailer in this HD glory okay so it's been a, it's been at least a week or two since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So let me think back to some things that kind of stood out to me. Um, the fact that his identity was exposed, which we knew at the end of the last one, which we knew mm-hmm. was like they, it really is, right? Um, I thought that was interesting. Let me see what else did I like. Um, I, I don't. Okay. Um, I like that he's nervous about his identity. Like, why they're not trying to hurt him, I don't understand. Um, he just kind of walked. Well, I guess he's Spider-Man. He don't technically need security. I mean, he can defend himself. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting. I like that Ned and um, MJ are going to stand beside him. They're going to stick beside him. Mm-hmm. What else did I like? Um, Aunt May is still there. Do you think we're going to get an Uncle Ben in this? Mm, that'll be interesting, but I, I hope not. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, right? We know that Uncle Ben has been, well, up until this point, we know that Uncle Ben has been this whole big guiding thing for Peter Parker, right? And he doesn't really talk about him much in this new reiteration of Spider-Man with Tom Holland, right? So I wonder if in this final movie, right? Because I have a feeling this is probably going to be, I don't know, this might be his final movie because his contract is up. And I know he said a while ago that he hadn't, his contract was up, he hadn't signed any more contracts to play Spider-Man at that point. But that was like, at least that was months ago. This was Mm -hmm. like, peak pandemic so anything could have changed between then and now right but Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like Tony was kind of like that Ben Parker kind of figure 
to him, like the one that he looked up to, the one because he don't even really, I mean, he don't really talk about Uncle Ben at all. You I mean you carried his old raggedy suitcase, but I mean, you cry when Tony Stark died. I don't know about how you feel about Uncle Ben. So I wonder if we're gonna get an Uncle Ben or are we gonna get anything about why he came to say what well, I made? That information was never like disclosed. See, in my mind, I don't think it's gonna happen because how would he see his Uncle Ben? We're already about to see that there are Peter Parkers in other universes that look completely different than he would. Right. So if he did see another Uncle Ben, it wouldn't be his Uncle Ben. It'd be one of those Peter's Uncle Ben's. Right. But I, I'm hoping, like, I don't know. I don't. It is not really important, but I'm wondering if we're going to get like a, a flashback. Hmm. So and I told you that because I shared that video. That's the thing I shared that video. The new rock stars did a while ago when they were going through all of this stuff with the Spider Man thing and Tom mm-hmm. Holland saying that he thought it would be dope as hell if Tobey Maguire played his Uncle Ben. And I was just like, that would be dope as shit because it's age appropriate. Mm-hmm. How he looks now, even though Marissa Tomei is older than him, it looks a lot better than him. But I mean, that would be dope as hell. You know what would piss me off? If Tobey Maguire comes back and he's not the Spider Man. But he's Uncle Ben. Like, I'd be great, but I'm like, but we want to see him in the suit because he was one of the Spider-Man. That would make you, my little heart pitter-patter. Well, you know, that they're saying that Toby and Andrew are actually in some of the scenes that were actually in the trailer. They were just edited out so that they look like someone else. Kind of like in the Avengers trailer for Infinity War, there was the scene where they're all running in Wakanda and we see Hulk. Mm-hmm. But then we watch the movie and we actually see the Hulk buster suit right instead so um but you know what i'm wondering um i don't know because what i mean they neither one of them have confirmed it hasn't been reported that they're going to be in it which is means nothing Mm -hmm. um but i hope me i hope that we get toby and andrew yeah i think we will it would make no sense that we would get um What's his name? Doc No. Green Goblin? No. Sandman? Jamie Foxx. Uh, oh, Electra? Electra. Mm-hmm. Getting him from Andrew's movie and then getting these people from all these other movies, but not... Like, it just it just doesn't make sense. I feel like we're going to... I feel like... like so Even I think in the new Rockstars um, summary they did, they were like, you know, it doesn't make sense that they would just bring the villains but not the Spider-Man from those places. That's true. And Unless there's this weird idea that somehow those spider maybe they're dead. What if those Spider-Men are dead? And that's why we see the villains, but we don't see them yet. I don't know. But those other villains were dead too. I know, but they're not anymore. They're so. not. Oh, <laughs> Plus, we could be very well be seeing Spider-Man villains from different universes where they actually did beat Spider-Man that was there. Mm-hmm. Which might be why Doc Ock looks slightly different. Because he doesn't have the same hair and all this other stuff. Like, he looks slightly different. But somehow, this is why I think a part of this has probably edited it. Like, that scene where he's on the street and he pops up who says something like, hello, Peter. Yes. And he's looking at Peter Parker. Our Tom Holland Peter Parker. He's like, how would you know he is your Peter, is a Peter Parker too? As a Spider-Man, what if that scene actually is showing Tobey Maguire and they just edited it so it was Tom Holland? I mean, it's Marvel. 
Yeah. I mean, quiet as it's kept, that whole scene probably may not even be in the movie. Or it may not make it to the final edit. So it might just be hype to get us hyped. The fact like, oh, Doc Ock is going to be in this. Oh, Electro, which I don't care about, is going to be in this. I honestly don't care about none of the Spider-Man villains. They didn't do anything for me. I don't care for them. This might be the perfect way for them to get this Sinister Six thing going, though. Well, I did not hear that Sony was trying to get that popping anyway. Well, they tried it originally. They were starting to do that with the Amazing Spider-Man. Because mm. you could see they were all locked up at the end of the second one. But, you know, now, you know, in this movie, we, there's Sandman. Because I saw Sandman. A lot of people don't talk about Sandman. But Sandman was out there. You saw the sand. You saw the electricity from Electro. You saw uh, Doc Ock. You saw Lizard. You saw Green Goblin. Like we only, I think we're only missing one. And right now, we haven't seen the true villain of that in mm-hmm. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So that six one could be potentially that last one to close out the whole. What if it's Venom? Oh, finish out the entire thing. Imagine what if, if it's, it's Venom? Mysterio. <laughs> what if he really isn't dead? Hmm, that'd be so lackluster. But me. I mean, I, I ain't trying to see his ass no more. I don't want to see his ass no more either. Not my baby self. Right, I'm still mad about him because I'm still trying to figure out how how he managed to do what he did in the moments that he died. That way, like it's just, it's just something, something. I mean, I'm excited for it. Interesting though. about that, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. There are a lot of questions that I have. Like everyone else, why is Doc, Dr. Strange acting the way he is? Something Everybody, is definitely off about him. It wasn't until somebody that somebody pointed it out, and I was like, is he different? He's a lot of people. There's some people on TikTok like, no, he's acting like he's always been. Everything has been about him. I'm like, no, something is really different to me about him because he's making decisions that he knows would ruin things. Right. And then the fact that not only does he ruin things, but he blames Peter for it after he did it. Why would you do that to him? Like, you the one who sat right there and did all of that stuff, and then you looking at him trying to make it look like it was his fault. Something about that seems odd. And you know, what is the um, the comic that they talk about? Is it back a day, one day? Something a day, something one day. Something, yeah, day, Spider-Man comic. Let's see. It is called One More Day. Okay. Where in that one, he, um, Mephisto, ends up being the one to help mess with time a little bit for him. But somebody, who was it? Was Eric saying that he didn't think Mephisto was going to be in it? Yeah, but he also came back and said, but you never know. You don't. You're right. You you never know. (laughs) Because he was also the one, just like all of us, that were campaigning hard that Mephisto had to have been the villain in WandaVision And and was not. Uh, but you know what's great? Honestly, though, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced Mephisto into like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know. I for some reason I feel like it's likely that it'll be. I don't know. Like if it is, if it's not him, I think it's a scroll playing him. Because so, because to me, when I went back and watched that last movie, the last mm-hmm. Spider Man movie with Fury, he just seemed off to me. Well, and one thing that's got me about this trailer too was like there's certain things that don't make sense and a lot of there's one of the theories out there is that dr strange is actually a king um variant in this movie 
the and they, hell? They, they were just saying, like, something is off about him. One, why does he have the little necklace still? Mm. That was crushed. It was crushed and he was phased or poofed. <laughs> and then he came back and they somehow, like, there's a, they had him with the necklace on when he came back. But a lot of think, people think that was like a, you know, that was an editing error there. Yeah. Like, but it was crushed. He should not have it now. There's nothing in it. The thing that was in it was the Infinity Stone and that's gone. But maybe, I don't maybe he likes it. He likes how it looks with his his cloak. So something something about that isn't right. Who did his hair? A lace front. That thing is awful. Lace run. But then there's also that scene that's on the train where you see a dark looking Doctor Strange. Like he's wearing like almost like all black. Mm-hmm. I don't even Something's see the cape. Awful. It was good. Yeah, his cape was gone too, which is interesting. It made me think about this recent episode of What If, but we'll talk about that we'll later. Because I, I definitely. Because as soon as I saw that episode, it made me go straight back to the trailer, looking at how they manipulated time and a lot of this stuff happened, and we'll get there. So there's a lot of questions that I have. Um, hopefully we get another trailer. Ooh, what is, I hope the next trailer is going to be just like they did with Civil War, where you know Civil War released their first trailer, and oh, who we're excited. And then the second trailer they released is the one that they threw in Spider-Man to, mm. where he's just something like, what if we'll get an idea of whether these other Spider-Men are going to be showing in this movie. And then there's this thing I've seen on TikTok and some memes too, where a lot of people think it's going to be very interesting. Oh my God, that makes it even cooler to me. Um, When uh, Andrew and Tom Spider-Man meet Toby for the first time and see that Toby actually shoots webbing out of his actual wrist. Mm. He's really he's the only Spider-Man that does that in these movies. Wait, so Tom doesn't do it through his um He has the cartridges. They could have so given him th- that. Because I think, you know, he talks about how um who is it? Um Iron Man talked about it. Who was like, So how did you do that? How did you figure out that this would work? Da, 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 da. He starts talking, he's like, wait a minute. That's not who I am, kind of thing. But That'll be interesting to see them talk, but that also would play into the idea that all these Spider-Men are actually truly different yeah. in nature. So it's just, it's going to be interesting. I'm I don't know, like, so, like Sony really did a thing with this whole, I don't, you can, like, Miles Morales is the blueprint for me, especially when it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like his movie was, to me, the blueprint for this whole multiverse thing and how it could work and how you see all of these different Spider-Mans and how different they are. Like, even, like, Spider-Gwen and then the other girl from the future that had the robot that was, like, her suit type of situation. And she was just kind of moving it around. Like, even with Miles, like, mm-hmm. I don't think his web doesn't come from him, right? It comes from his suit, right? I think it came from his suit. Because it kind of, like, electric or something. something yeah, but his, you know, unique about electric it. thing, right, too. So, like, he's different from, I guess, your regular Peter Parker. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. That'd I'm really interested. If we get a mouse. What if we get a mouse? I, you honestly, truly, 100% would be down if we got a mouse. Like a I live would shit myself. Mouse. I don't see. I it would happening. gasp. I would love it. I don't see it happening. Not this soon. But I could be wrong. I mean, you know. I mean, we've already been introduced to his uncle. That's true. We that is. True. We only a st- we only a skip in a jump away from him just falling into the scene and me losing and getting all of my life. I'd probably lose my life and get it at the same time. But wait, but can he? But how can he be? 
How can he be? Well, I guess he's a spider. I don't know. I guess. So he could be a Spider-Man somewhere else, just like in the movie. He lived in a, a universe where there were, he had his Spider-Man, but there were just Spider-Man everywhere else, too. Yeah, okay. So he could technically be somewhere out here with Tom. Lord, and Tom don't know anything about him yet. I got chills towards the last scene of the, um, you know how my chills be. They be wrong mm. sometimes, but sometimes they be right. But um, he was on the car and mm. his suit kind of went on him in slow motion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's the that's the that's the scene that I feel like if that was one that they edited him out, that could have been Toby. Mm. Because that was when he was talking to well, we had the Green Goblin thing come in and we had Doc Ock. I'm like, these are versions that would know mm-hmm. this other Peter. So I don't know. For some Unless reason, the- like dang, like so Doctor Strange is gonna be the one to introduce the multiverse. Well, he's gonna, I guess. And for what reason? That's what I want. What to is happening? Why is he doing this? And I think Eric Voss even said something. Who was like, "What if when the when uh, Sylvie killed Kang? Like we've watched all these things happen at different times. Mm-hmm. But what if truly, when Sylvie killed Kang, that was the moment that Wanda heard her sons. That was also the same moment that Doctor Strange." did this and created, well, what what is he doing? We don't know what he actually did. We don't. That ruined whatever. We don't. <laughs> but whatever he ruined coincided with the exact same moment where all of the stuff just happened. You, but you know what? Right. Okay. And maybe Kang dying made it possible for all of this stuff to happen. Right. But my mm-hmm. thing is, is that Doctor Strange would have seen that. Well, if he would have looked. If he would have looked. But he ain't looked. But he well, ain't how do you know he hasn't looked? Oh, that's, that's another thing. I don't know what's up with this man. Something ain't right with him. And I need to know what it is because I'm over it. You need to stop acting like this, sir. I need to know why you're acting this way. Why? I want to know why they in snow. That was the person thing. who seems to be most concerned about the use of magic and not manipulating stuff, going in and doing a spell that he's never done before that can cause this many issues all willy-nilly like it's nothing. Something ain't right about that. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Something's not right. But that also, I'm not going to say it, but that also leads me to the spoiler that I came across where that was connected to a um, post-credit scene. But I ain't going to spoil it for you. Don't. I'm not. I'll block it right now. Okay, so we are recording this on Wednesday, September mm-hmm. 2nd. So tomorrow I'll be seeing Shang, Shang-Chi. Shang. Since I heard Shang. him say Shang. Shang. Shang-Chi. <laughs> so I can't wait to talk about that. You know, I'm going to blow up your phone. So blah, oh my God, that was amazing. Oh, mm. Please. Oh my God. I'm going to be so sad if you go. Mm-hmm. I am mad that people are calling it like a ripoff of like Black Panther. I'm like, no, right. don't do that. Yeah, some people are trying to do that. And my thing was this. It's like, why not let this superhero exist without the influence of the other movies out there because it's another minority-led film? Why can't thing. he just be his thing? That's the thing. It's like, I'm like, y'all are so dumb, Black people included. I, like, there's nothing wrong with embracing others' culture and learning and getting a taste of that. And I'm excited to see Shang-Chi to see what else they're going to give us. Like, Marvel mm-hmm. has done such a good job with diversity and getting these stories right that I am excited to see what they have to say about the Asian community. Even though exactly. I cannot stand Aquafina 
and I'm going to see it regardless because it looks good and nothing to do with her. And some of y'all who are boycotting because of Aquafina are stupid as hell. But that's neither really here nor stupid. there. You can still I'm think really she's stupid. trash and not want to support her, but there are other actors in the film. Yeah, and, and these are other that, actors that will be benefiting from us actually going to exactly. see Exactly. Why are y'all going to try to hold back an entire film and all these other actors that are trying to be who they are in the industry because of her? Because I don't like her either. Nobody. I, does. I don't under. I don't know. I don't know anyone who's like, oh my god, I love Aquafina. Nobody even liked the water. You know, we don't like her either. <laughs> I don't know nobody that sit back like, oh, I'm about to go buy some Aquafina. Nobody. No. So it's just like, just leave it alone. Just leave her alone. Leave it alone. Ignore her. She's clearly only in the film for comic relief. That's it. But and I and I will say this. So for those of you who always talk about diversity and you're always talking about how you want to see films made, you're tired of seeing white people. Well, mm-hmm. the flip side of that is going to see films with minority led cast, well, actors and then minority cast. Like that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. To, so mm-hmm. they'll there's they'll get put more money. of this if you support exactly. What is being they'll created. put more money into stuff like that. So that, you know, we'll go see it. So, yes, Black Panther did its thing. We're going to see other Black superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of the success of... And they they were more inclined to continue doing that because they saw the power of that character in the audiences that were gravitating to them. Exactly. So it's just... So the same could be said for Chang-Chi. Like, y'all, come on. Come on. Come on. Over it, but... I'm excited for it. I'll let you know. I see it tomorrow at 7. Dang, we can't so. even talk about it on the next episode. I don't know if I'll be able to see it before then. Maybe I will. Okay. I'll Maybe see. I won't. I hope so. I'm going to try, though. We'll see. We'll see. But I'll, I'll definitely... I'm going to just send you an emoji. If I don't like it, it's going to be the man walking. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you... As it progresses, are you going to walk back in if it's better? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go back in. You know, I, I, I can't leave. But I'm excited for it. So, but anyway. Oh, but you didn't give your opinion on the trailer. What did you think? Oh, I, I loved it. I, I thought that I watched it like a million times because, you know, I feel like every time I watched it, I was missing something. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm trying to figure out how they were all being interrogated, but then suddenly no one is in, no one, he's out walking around in school and everything. Like I'm like, what? how is this trailer pieced, pieced together? Did we see these things out of order when it came to that? Or did we see them in order? I don't know. But well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that probably the interrogation scenes and stuff were probably at the beginning of the movie. Because we at when the last movie ended, we know. So they were interrogated and then he went back to school? So he got out. So somebody helped him. Who who we know in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that was a lawyer that got him out? Do you think... Oh, um, and that's another thing. You remember? You think Daredevil? I don't think it's going to be Daredevil. They, they said that they think it was him. Because he said that he won't go do it. But they're liars. They are well, liars. They all lie. They are, like, and this would be a great way for them to, if they are going to, to try to bring some of those characters that were in the Netflix series into the MCU. Because I thought he was an amazing Daredevil, especially when you compare him to Ben Affleck, because you can't get any lower than that. Oh my God. Um, I have yet to see Daredevil on Netflix. I've heard uh, is great it still things. Is it still there? Huh? Is it still there? That's a good question. Let's see. Daredevil series. Uh, let's see. Is it still streaming on Netflix? It should be. Is there? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, well, if it's there, it's definitely worth seeing. It's very, the action sequences are really dope. Um, there's a hallway sequence in one of the seasons that I really, really enjoyed. And then the Punisher series is actually really good too. And it was a spinoff of Daredevil. My husband liked that one as well. Yeah, so I think you would like them. And everybody was really hoping that if, that these characters would either make their way into the MCU somehow or that Marvel would somehow take up take over the reins and do with it what it can truly be done with that type of money and budget. Cause they're truly investing in their series. I mean, and it shows from a budget standpoint, yes. it shows. I it mean, really feels like you're watching a movie. That's been broken definitely do. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see how it's all going to play out, but. Oh, so a couple so things, far away. couple things that I need from you. Okay. Okay. When you go to watch it, one, I need mm-hmm. your reaction, which is a given. I need to know if we have a um end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I also need to know if anything that we've talked about on this podcast in reference to Shang-Chi and anything else we talked about, do you see anything popping up? Anything like yeah, that. I feel like we're doing good. I feel like we've we've predicted some things well after being um wrong about everything in WandaVision. I think that that helped us to be like, okay, we're looking at things the wrong way. Let's go back and try this again. And I think we're doing better. So I feel like we're going to get better. Even more um, concrete evidence that we are in going in the right direction. Okay. Okay. And I'm happy about it. So I'll let you know. Okay. All right. So last episode, we talked about episode one of What If... Yeah, I personally will say that every episode has been getting better for me. Okay. Episode two was light years beyond episode one. I feel like and I was watching the I love the take on episode three. Like, what would happen if all of them died mm-hmm. or were killed? And then this last one? Oh, man. <laughs> so... Let's go ahead and start about. Let's start talking about episode two, which was called "What If T'Challa That T'Challa T'Challa Became a Star Lord." Mm. So, okay, so what was your take on it? Because I know that we both originally just reacted immediately to just hearing Chadwick Boseman's voice. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, I got a little emotional. I, I got emotional there, and there were moments, especially by the end of the episode, I just felt like all of the feels. Um, I probably I feel I don't know. I always feel emotional when talking about Chadwick because he's like my favorite, and I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just so sad. I'm still sad, even though it's been like a year. I'm so sad that he's gone. Um, but also dealing with some personal stuff, I'm already emotional. But um, so what I loved about this was that. The goodness that is T'Challa and how he was raised, mm-hmm. he brought all of that. I like that they kept all of that who he was and bundled it all up and put it in Star Lord, you know, with a little bit more personality, mm-hmm. um, a little funnier, you know, like this. I love, like, as a child, he had this, this, like, this wonderment and just wanting to explore and stuff. But I love that they kept those those same qualities that he had that we loved in Black Panther and they put him in it in Star Lord. And it wasn't like I love that they played it like that as opposed to playing it how Chris 
contemplated and then just mm-hmm. being T'Challa acting like Chris Pratt as opposed mm-hmm. to being him. And I thought that was just dope. Like I like I felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt that. I'm just like, yeah, I was I was kidnapped. Yeah. I was a thief at one point, but I didn't say that way. I wanted to go straight and I wanted to help yep. all these other people, which is what he was trying to do towards mm-hmm. the end of Black Panther. So mm-hmm. I love that. I didn't like that Nebula called him Cha Cha. I hated it. I mean, <laughs> it hit me right back here and I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Hated it. I thought it was I, I, I liked I liked all of those things. I loved seeing the characters acting different like seeing the relationship that people have with Thanos at the uh, seeing the type of things that Thanos has done in our universe like a decision because in my mind it's you know T'Challa being chosen and becoming Star-Lord mm-hmm. must have been the event that trickled through this whole universe to change certain things. Yes. So just to know that someone like him had that type of impact on someone like Thanos was a lot. That was a lot. And just seeing how Nebula was so different this time around, like everybody was so different Mm -hmm. and it just makes me just think about the magic that we have and how we just can impact people in that way as black people but you know what's crazy i thought i thought i like that he was like you know what you know talking to t'challa made me want to change my mind and i was like um Mm -hmm. but they never let him forget that he was trying to kill everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. they were just like sounds like genocide to me my friend that's what it was like (laughs) <laughs> Ain't no way around yeah. it. Ain't no sugar food. It, genocide. Yeah. Um, I like that. I guess I like that about Thanos. I didn't care. I didn't really see the point of having him there. Um, yeah, I think they just wanted. They, it was it was a shock for most people to just see him casually. Mm-hmm. Like I think the first time we see him, he's like casually just sitting at the bar mm-hmm. and like y'all just chilling with Thanos. Like the Thanos. <laughs> the Thanos. Yeah. Like and, and Nebula's here too. Just with chilling hair. with the Thanos with hair, luscious hair. I was just like, oh, this is, it was, it was really, really, it was one of those, uh, well, the main part of the episode was very uplifting. To yes. me. I felt very happy the mm-hmm. whole time I was watching, despite some of the events that were taking place. It still just, it never made me feel sad. Mm-hmm. It never made me feel like, I, I just didn't. All I just felt was positivity the whole time. And then we get to the like, end of the episode and realize that Star-Lord going there also is going to end up being the destruction of everything. Because we see. Oh, boy, show up where. What is Chris Pratt's real name? I mean, what is his name? I don't in, know what his name is. Star- Whatever. Now I got to look it up. Ain't it like Chris? Is he a Steven? Ain't it like Chris? Um, not Chris. I don't, know. I don't know. Do we care? Do we care about Star Lord? Uh, we really don't. Peter Quill. There you That's go. It. So we see Peter Quill just cleaning up at a restaurant and his daddy showing up. Dairy Queen. And we find we know in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the only reason he wanted his son is so he could kill him. <laughs> but so I'm just thinking like, oh, that could have. It was such a great time for us, but then knowing that the events after that were basically going to be terrible for everybody mm-hmm. once that happened. 
and no one was there to know. That means he knows nothing about his past because that was one of the things he was learning from Guardians of the Galaxy 1 to 2. He learned so much more about his past. So he knows nothing about who he is. Right. So this man just showing up is just like this. Uh, it's almost like just seeing a customer. He has no reason to be alarmed. And we're just like. And yeah. So like my thing. eyes bucked a little bit like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that was, that was a good episode, though. It was. It was a good, was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Yondu. Mm-hmm. You know, I love me some Yondu. Yondu is a thief. An abductor. Mm-hmm. You kidnapped that baby. Yeah. Well, technically he didn't. His crew did. But mm-hmm. he didn't return him. Mm, it was like, okay. Um, But I will say this, though. To y'all look cover form, um, which I thought was kind of cute. Um, talk about he found me. And I was like, oh, touch One thing that I actually did enjoy also about this episode, um, what's his name? He has so many lines this time around. Oh, the dude that was correct, the pursuer or whatever, uh-huh. the one that was completely obsessed with Star Lord. That would have been me. That, and, uh, but you know what? That made me think about how we are as black people sometimes. <laughs> like we we see a black person doing it up, like it's kind of like his his reaction was. Comparable to how we might be like, I see you. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be like you. Exactly. Like that kind of whole that's thing. What that's what I got from that whole interaction that he had. There. Definitely. Definitely. I like how he fangirled. Oh, completely fangirl. I, I loved it. every minute loved of it. And loved it. Oh, oh, I can't forget about um, what's that boy name? The one that's um, probably gonna die in the next Guardians movie. Drax. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Even though you know, it was weird that he wasn't his voice wasn't done by Bautista. Yeah, Someone else voiced him. That was weird. Same like with um, Captain um, Carter. That wasn't Chris Evans voicing him in that. One. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't. I thought Bucky it was though. So. That was Bucky's voice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, with Drax, I like it wasn't lost on me that he didn't lose his daughter and his wife, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. I love that part. I like how he's so literal and talking to um, T'Challa. And even T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Even like in people being like all over him, he was still just so cool. Just like still so regal mm-hmm. to me. Oh, I just mm-hmm. love him so much. Did you think that there was something going on between him and um, Nebula or did you think it was just kind of like a friendly type of situation? That I think it was kind of friendly, but they, I think it... I don't know. You never know. Uh, it's Because it, it, there were moments where I kind of felt like I was looking at like, hmm, what's going on here? Because it seemed like she was flirting. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was eating it up. Even when he saw I her, mean, he seemed he was really excited about seeing her. I'm just like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But if I was T'Challa, I'd be eating it up too. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm me. I hear your bitch was looking for me. <laughs> Here, I Here I go. Here I go. I mean, ah, oh, man. That, I mean, that was a really good episode. They did this. It was. Even down to the haircut really and the beard. It didn't look mm-hmm. cheesy. 
Yeah, it was that was that was such a good one. Mm-hmm. It was a good, and especially coming from episode one, like because a lot of us and myself included, despite me actually enjoying it because I hated Captain America's first movie, but I was scared that what if was just going to turn into us seeing the retelling of the same stories but with new characters, mm-hmm. and that was a fear of mine because we really that's what it felt like in Captain Carter's episode. Like we were seeing what felt like the exact same story just with the the protagonist being a woman this right. time around so this felt so different yes it did not feel like i was just because at first it started off scaring me too because you know he was dancing and everything like star lord then i was like oh god it's gonna be just like this but then soon as um i don't know how to pronounce his name but i always call him digimon um was he playing soon as he yeah. Oh, okay. Soon as, so as soon as he started fangirl, I was like, okay, so this is already different and I'm enjoying this. And then seeing Thanos or seeing how the collector's whole personality was completely different in this than it was in the movies. I was like, okay, I'm feeling better about where this was going, which leads me to episode three. Because episode three just blew all of that out the water. Like, there was nothing about that that felt like it was a retelling of any story. That was literally a story that we have never seen. But probably some a story that we've kind of thought about. Like, what if things went bad before? Right. Like, what if we did lose them somehow? How would we lose them? We got all those answers in 30 minutes. We did. I love that. I also, I'm surprised that my brain didn't, like, when I was trying to figure out, well, who is the killer? Like, who, whatever. My mind didn't immediately go to an Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until when they were doing the flashbacks of, like, the actual deaths and how these people, like, they died. I'm just like, who would have thought it? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought it? A grieving Hank Pym lost mm-hmm. his shit and mm-hmm. was acting a damn fool. And then, like, it was just, that was just, that was just great. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. Was that um, Samuel L. Jackson? It sounded like him, but I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was Samuel Jackson. Um, Natasha wasn't played by Scarlett, but that was Samuel Jackson. The thing that makes it even crazier to me is that. It was a grieving Hank, but not even over a character that we've met. <laughs> it was, it was, it was grief. This whole thing was over a daughter. Hope he said hope. Oh, was, what was it a daughter? They yeah, hope. hope. But Hank is the daddy, daddy. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking like I would have expected seeing all of this. Like, okay. My son has been fighting with the Avengers, and he died fighting for y'all. Mm. We didn't really see Hope fighting with them. Not yet. Mm-mm. You're right. Okay. So that's what threw me. It was like it's like it was a whole separate reason from what we would have thought because we didn't know that Hope was doing any of this stuff, right? For sure. Mm. And we didn't find out that that was what happened until Hank spilled why he was killing them. So it was like I'm like, oh wow, like if it would have been like. Hank going off because you know his son died in battle. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense because we've we've seen the son doing all this stuff. We ain't even see him at all. <laughs> it really was just that it was about the daughter. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, wow, and he was wearing them out, wearing them out. And the ways he was doing it was so like when he took out Iron Man, like he was inside the pen. That was like, I was like, oh. And then the fact that he found he found a way to kill the Hulk. 
thought was crazy. I was like, when that happened, I'm like, what the hell is happening to him? So and then when they did the flashback showing how it happened, I was like, I who who is the um the sick mind behind this? Because I would have never thought Me of either. that being the way that you would kill him. Was that Mark Ruffalo? It sounded like him. Was it him? Yes, it was. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo was in this one. Tom uh, Hiddleston was in this one, which that made the ending of that episode even more funny to uh-huh. me. Um, Glorious purpose. Is that Phil Coulson? Were you voiced by the same person? Yep. Coulson was voiced by the same person. Um, Brock Grumlow was voiced by the same person. So most of them were. Okay. Let me say something. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is going to get his check. Oh, he's going to get all of the checks. He going to get them. Y'all going to give them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was... And then this episode also helped me realize that these episodes were not going to be connected. Mm. I like that. I like that they're not really mm-hmm. connected. And I also like that we have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there is mm-hmm. nothing that is picked up in another episode further on down. I like I like that. And and they don't, it doesn't feel rushed either. Mm-mm. It doesn't feel rushed. Um, that was going to be a fe- that was a fear fine, but yeah, it, w- it did not feel rushed. Poor Natasha got her butt wore out in that little library, and then but she said on the recording, "What hope is the key or something?" And she I'm saying, but like, I thought she said Hulk. And she said hope, hope. She she figured out who it was. Uh... Well, I guess you can't say she figured out. She saw him shrink in front of her face, so. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, she was like, "Hope is the key." So that's how Nick, um, okay. Nick figured out what was what it was. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I was just like, "Wow!" Like that was that episode took a turn quickly. I I assumed when I saw the title, like, "The World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes," I was thinking, like, "What if they never became heroes?" Right? They just was like, right. "Not these people were heroes," and somebody was mad at them and was taking all of them out. And then I was trying to, like, what was up with Captain America? Like, where was he at? I on in ice. I was like, uh. But wait a minute. Well, I guess in that timeline, Steve would be in ice. So I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but I like he looked like he was in the ground Did in ice really? or something. Like I was like, what you doing down there? <laughs> I was like, oh no. He was down him downstairs. Mm-hmm. He was there, and then Captain Marvel showing up, late as hell, per the usual, as always, showing up, and they were like, you know, we don't even want Brie to voice you for these four lines. Good, right? CP time. But that was that was a really good one. I enjoyed that one a lot. It was it was a good change in pace and direction from the the T'Challa episode. Like, oh, that made me feel so good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. But and no, Polo the Clan. Was good. Like that was like even when I was watching the episode, I knew something went right because I'm like, Clint is not gonna make a mistake and shoot somebody. Uh-uh. And I was like, You mean to tell me this whole time Thor could have just been killed from an arrow? Exactly. I'm like, so he just died out here just like that? What's crazy? So, and I just didn't think about it. I didn't, I don't know. I never thought that Ant Man Ant Man. Ant Man. <laughs> Ant Man would be like, I didn't even think about that. Which was interesting, but it gives you everything about it just felt so. It was so well thought out Mm -hmm. how they planned made that happen, and I was like, you know what, you're pretty dope for that. 
I wonder if that one was based off of. Is that based off of a specific comic? Let's see. Nope. I don't think that one was. I know there's a What If series, but I don't know if this particular story came from the What If series. Oh, it was a What If comic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But moving into today's episode. Woo, darky, dark, dog. Episode four. I need to watch it again because I was watching it while I was at work, which is never a good thing, guys. Don't watch episodes <laughs> and try to work. Yeah. Well, this one is called What If... Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. I thought it was sad, though. I did think it was sad. I was like, look at him grieving. Grief will do some things to you. Won't it? But Okay, so was I the only one that looked at her and thought that that looked like Paula Patton? I know who the hell that was. I was like, that is not Rachel McAdams. I was like, is she supposed who are you? to look like... Is it, did she voice the girl? Um, Did she? Let me see, because that was one thing I don't that, that know. That didn't sound like Benedict Cumberbatch to me. Yeah, I, it didn't need it to be either. I'm sorry. Well, no, that was her. Okay, she was. They were both voiced. Well, that sounded like Benedict to me, but I wasn't sure if she was voicing. But she did. She voiced her character, too. That's sad. But yeah, that whole thing was like, because what? In the movie, he went to the party by himself. Yeah, he was. But was he? No, nah, he, he was, was talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then he crashed and ruined his hands. Mm-hmm. This crash killed her. But the motivation, like, it still motivated him to want to seek out mm-hmm. the mystic arts to see if he could bring her back. Things took a turn quickly when he decided he was just going to find a way to make it happen, despite being warned multiple times. Multiple times! <laughs> multiple times. Like, like five times. Yo, you can't bring her back. What did they call it? What, what kind of event was it? It was a... Uh, Absolute. Absolute points. Points. Mm-hmm. There was just that could not be undone. Right. I thought it was sad that they kept. I was like, he she, he got to keep watching her die though. Like mm-hmm. that seems super sad. But I'm like, is he going back and making himself watch her yes. die over? I'm like, oh, no, well, sir. I mean, he could easily stop at any time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But it was that. This was a really, really dark episode. It was. I'm like, Ooh, it was really was dark. Light. This was dark, and it, you know what? It's probably gonna be just as dark when they do the the zombie one. Mm-hmm. And if this episode is dark, imagine how dark Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness is gonna be. Dark as hell. I'm like, because you have Wanda, who's gonna be in it, who we already know is still grieving. And now has so <laughs> okay, so y'all can't see my reaction right then, but I, I just had like this moment. Her reading that dark hold is okay. gonna be almost just like how Doctor Strange absorbed all of this power to become this dark person. Is that what you think? Like it seems like it might mirror the two. And what if in his movie she is handling things like he did in this show mm. and the good version of him is trying to stop her from causing something really bad from happening i can see that happening I can see, I can see how that she might be primarily the focus as a villain in the beginning because of that yeah since we do know that well no we is it is it kane coming back for that too they said that he might make an appearance or that it was likely that he would make an appearance 
Yeah, but it just made me think of like, but all that aside, the events in this made me think immediately about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Why is that? Because he in this was told he cannot go back and manipulate time because it can ruin everything. Right. That's literally what they're doing in the Spider-Man movie. He wants him to go back and change a, a whole a defining event in his history. And we seeing already that because of that, it just blew up everything. And now all of these Spider-Man universes are crossing over. But what if it gets worse? I don't but what if what if them all existing in the same timeline is just the tip of the iceberg? <sighs> right. Honestly, I don't think. I don't even think the spell is gonna work. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly. I don't even think the spell. I think the spell was to open up whatever portal or whatever Doctor Strange is trying to do, and dress it up as that. I I don't know, but I tell you what though, um, it was so dark. It was really dark. <laughs> I don't. I was like, this is kind of. And then so far, he's the only one that noticed that. Um, the watcher was present. He was like, "Hello." He said, "Hold on, who there?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just gonna fade back into black. But then he has a whole conversation with him later because he's literally begging him to, to stop it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I didn't know this was happening." Okay, well let's let's go back ten minutes. You know, like you watching a housewife show and they're like, "I didn't say that." Three minutes before, or earlier, someone told you, "Don't you do it?" Someone else told you. The ancient one told you like three times by herself. She even came back from the dead. Yeah, she was like, hey, I recorded this. Just reminding you, ho. I said, don't do it. I was like, now look at this. I said, this woman is dead. And And still warning him. And still trying to help you. And you still just like, but nah, her. I want to get And then you decide you're going to kill the good version of yourself. After he's telling you the same thing, you can't do it. I'm grieving too, but I know that it's not worth what's going to happen with me ringing her back. He's like, nah, yo. <laughs> she got to come back. That's my heart. It's been 10 it years. 10? Huh? It was 10 years. Dang, 10 years. There was a scene where he was talking to, uh, what's the Asian guy? Wong. Uh-huh. He was talking to Wong and he was sitting there in that moment. It was right after he had one of those flashbacks. I thought he, I thought he said two. He said 10? He said 10. Okay, it was two. I was wrong. It's right there. It's two years later. I was about to say, dang. Okay, so it was two years later, but still it was like, come on now. Everybody's telling you no. Right. You have someone who has studied time. She was the only one who really truly talked to us about the multiverse. She knows how this works. And you still said, you know what, sis? You dead now anyway. You don't know nothing. That confidence, that surge in confidence that he had. But to me, yeah. I don't know. You know how I'll be, be seeing the bigger picture. I feel like this whole episode was like, what does it mean to gain your whole world but to lose your soul? So you get your homegirl back, well, your home lord, you get your love back, you get her back, but you're going to lose her as soon as you get her because she's going to start fading. Because and she message. literally started to disappear immediately. Like, he, she, she's like, hold on, who are you? He talking to her looking like uh like a insect bug <laughs> dragon thing. He like, and he's like, Oh, it's me. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, like, she just know. came back. She she remembered that she supposed to have been dead. <laughs> yes. 
Exactly. She's like, hold on, what is happening? And then as soon as she starts realizing what's happening, she starts to fade away. Fade to black. Gone. And then you over here trying to create the force field of all force fields. And she's still dying inside of it. Praying to the big ball. Like, he got a big old head. He has a big head. But she, he's sitting there praying, talking to him like, hey, help me. He's like, no. <laughs> it was like, he even said, oh, what, what did he say? He said, if I could fix all of this and kill you, I would. Or something like that. Basically say that even if he interfered, it still wouldn't matter. Because everything is happening the way that it's supposed to. Every reaction that you do. See, what's going to be interesting here. This is a moment where we've seen, okay, we've seen the Watcher say in the beginning of the series that he can't intervene. Mm. Episode four, he, he sees the universe disappearing and dying in his face and he does not intervene. But we know in the comics, the Watcher does eventually intervene. Well, who, what is, go- what is who? going to be happening that is so bad that he will actually decide to intervene? After seeing something like this happen exactly. and choosing not to. It, it's got to be a shit show because that was kind of bad. He didn't interfere with that. So this whatever's coming must be. Well, it's got to be bad. It's got to be bad. And what if it? What if they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four through the What If series? You don't, you don't think so? I mean, they could. Anything's possible. They, they did show um, Valentina at the end of... Um, Black Widow, so that's not lost on me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't see it. They're too. Everybody wants them. I don't know. Everybody wants to see them, and I think it would be doing a disservice to introduce them. And what if when we can't see? Them. Well, see, I think that it would be an introduction of their existence, but not really diving into their who they are. I mean, that's true. I don't know. Because someone actually said that they feel like they're, they could be an actual crossover from this series into the actual live action. What? One of them being trying to make um, Captain Carter a thing. Um, no one wants know. that. Nobody. No one wants that. Mm-mm. We're okay with her not being a thing. She can just stay dead. Yeah, but I'm perfectly okay with that. Perfectly okay with that. Uh, I don't know. I, was, I mean, it's possible. Anything is possible, but for some reason, I feel like they're so big, they're going to be introduced in a movie or in credit scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know. What if, I mean, they already said that that what if is Marvel canon, so... Yeah, that's true, too. Mm. Mm. Well, the next episode is supposed to be about Thor. Oh, hell. It would be Party Thor. But part, so, see, that's what I don't understand. Thor be partying anyway. Well, I'm guessing this this party Thor gonna be almost be like frat boy mm-hmm. type of Thor. He raggedy. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see, but I feel like the mood in the next episode is probably gonna come down. So lighter, or I think it's going to be lighter. But the interesting thing is, a lot of the trailers that have included Thor have included Captain Carter meeting him. So 
it will in a way say that maybe they exist in the same universe within the what if series because we're supposed to see t'challa again too yes he's in four episodes i think that's what i read or heard so if we're seeing him again are we seeing him as star lord again or maybe not i don't know with these alternate i don't know i i wouldn't be surprised if we see a t'challa as like in the killmonger role I still can't wait for Killmonger. I, I mean, I can't wait to see what he is going to be doing with Iron Man. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be a, that's going to be a good episode. That's the me. episode that I am looking forward to the most. Because to me, that one's going to show us that there, in my mind, I don't think there would be a need for a Tony Stark Iron Man. Mm. And if we don't get a Tony Stark Iron Man, does that mean Killmonger could become Iron Man? Or does that mean that Killmonger would then become a Black Panther? Or will he be his own entity? Like Or what if he's already What if he's already a Black Panther? You know, like or what if he what if he could see what they did for the Charles episode, mm-hmm. all the negatives, they kind of turn positive, right? So the fact that Nebula and um well, Nebula has hair and she has confidence and she's sexy. Um, Drac was able to keep his wife um, and his daughter. Thanos didn't snap and kill everybody. Um, mm-hmm. All these things have turned into positive. So what if we see in his episode, we see that he is, his dad wasn't a, a traitor. But why would he be in the military if, if he w- could be up within Wakanda? He could have been Wakanda, but what if his uncle, I mean his uncle, what if his dad, what if he wanted to leave? What if he wanted to study and see what else was out there? And he was able to do just that, but still maintain some type of relationship with the royal family. And he's not a complete doo-doo head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. That's, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping for, because I have a feeling that they're going to bring Killmonger back. And they're mm-hmm. going to bring him back in a way that is that we can tolerate. What if they bring him back and it's really just him coming back because of all the events that's happening with the multiverse? And he's still going to be evil? No, that he'll be good in the universe that he crosses over into Black Panther Mm -hmm. with is actually one where he actually exists as Black Panther. Oh, Is he decent, though? Yeah, I'm going to say, because, you know, I don't even think they would have allowed his ass to even compete if he won't. Because, I mean... (laughs) To, I mean, T'Challa, that goodness, see, that's the thing. That goodness, that 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 regalness about him just being a good man carried over into Star-Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing for Killmonger. But I mean, or flip it, because even the, the collector was kind of flipped on his head. Look at the mm-hmm. body he had. He was evil. He was, yeah, the collector was evil. like the opposite of who he is. Yeah, now. I don't even think he was necessarily evil in the other movies. Mm-mm. I just think he was eccentric. Was Th- this version was doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. Like he was literally like he was keep capturing people. Yeah, like people and species and stuff like that. But it was like overboard. Like his entire place was just full of different species of people, which was like whereas in the one in the the movies was more like he was a collector of things. Of things. I mean, he still had people. Yeah, he had people, and he had, but they were like. 
he looked like he was actually trying to to capture every type of species of whatever being and having them in there because when they when they were released and we saw how many came walking out after him yes it's like this whole place was literally like a prison you didn't see any artifacts you didn't see nothing Mm -mm. nothing cha-cha right oh but this, these, what if it's been? It's showing itself to be a pretty decent series. I, I mean, I like it. It's interesting. I like how they just flip everything, and it kind of. I feel like I, I would love, like, what if growing up mm-hmm. to kind of see, like, because I think about those alternate, like, things happening like that all the time, like alternate timelines, like alternate, like way that things should have gone, or how I would have liked to have seen it, or what I would have liked to see. And like, mm-hmm. um, and what if it's doing that, kind of flipping everything on his head, which I think is kind of cool. So. Mm-hmm. And not and not just flipping them, but making the flip make sense. Make it make sense because you know they could easily change these things, but they made it make sense because they built a solid foundation with these characters already. Mm-hmm. We've already become invested in these characters and the histories that they have, mm-hmm. so it's allowing us to draw better comparisons to what we're seeing right seeing how the characters in some cases are being flipped on their heads while in other cases we're like okay we're seeing that regardless of the universe that this character is in there are certain core things about this character that don't change right like t'challa it's like regardless of where he was there was something still genuine about him as a person Mm -hmm. despite him being even being a thief Mm -hmm. he was still a thief but he was he was a respectable thief. Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, I, I like how they're doing things. I'm very interested because, you know, we only have five episodes left. Because mm-hmm. we only have nine. But it's going to be interesting to see what comes through in the next couple episodes. Yes. One thing that I thought about that I loved, and then I guess we can move on. I don't know why. To talk, if you can't tell, episode two was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that Yondu from the very beginning wasn't trying to hide how he felt about T'Challa. Like, you my, you mine. You mine. You mine. You're my mm-hmm. child. My kid. Mm-hmm. I love that. Instead of, like, at the end getting all devastated in the Guardians of the Galaxy when he dies out there in space and you, like, they didn't even get a chance to explore mm-hmm. their, you know, their father-son bond because it was too late because he didn't show it. But I liked how Throughout this whole thing that he showed it, I love that. Yep. Yeah. They're, yeah. They. I just. This series is making me love characters in a different All way. Over mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I love this character. I loved them before, but now I'm loving them in a way that is different than the original way I did. But it's yeah, still. I don't know. It's just still a good thing. It's still a joy to watch. So. I have. Oh, you saw they've already started filming Black Panther 2. Yeah, oh, I saw some of them, them leaked sets. I mean, those set pictures. And let me tell you something, Letitia. Letitia. A little haircut. That haircut was. I was like, yes, it was. Sh- <laughs> I, I saw that those pictures and I, I immediately just started singing uh, Every Little Step by Bobby Brown because I was just getting real 90s vibes from what they had yes. on. Yes. And I, I lo- oh, love it, love it, love it. Then I saw that Letitia um, injured herself doing stunts recently. Um, so she actually is out there doing her stunts. But it's like, what kind of stunts is she doing now? Because before, all she had was a little arm pumping thing that she did. 
It's like it was sock like and bop this. a bunch of things. <laughs> but is that what it was called? A sock and bop That's thing? Like what it was like. I was like, oh, so it looks like she's doing a little bit more now. But then they also leaked Riri on the set. Did they? Well. I didn't see that one. They, I thought I sent you the picture. I saw the picture of Letitia and... Um, uh-uh, yeah. hold on. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, Black Panther 2. She's walking up the street. She has her hair in braids and she has her backpack on. No. She's walking up. Yeah, so I saw that and I got really excited because I'm really, really excited about her series in general. Me too. Um, Let me see. Let me send you this quickly. Oh. Yeah, saw it on, on Twitter. I'm just wondering how she's going to be involved in there. Is she going to be... Oh, ooh, and it does, doesn't look like she's on... Okay, so this is my theory. Okay. Remember, in the Black Panther, they created this school, this stuff that was like... In California, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What if Riri is studying there and Letitia or Shuri goes out there and sees the type of intelligence and promise that this little girl has mm-hmm. and brings her back to Wakanda and helps her develop these skills. Because, you know, in the comics, I, uh, Tony Stark is the one who took her under his wing mm-hmm. after she tried to create a suit like his. He helped her perfect it, and that's how she ended up getting the one that she has. Shuri, who also introduced Tony to the nanotech technology that gave him the new suit that he had. How did he get that? I'm guessing he had, he must have had some. Well, you know that at the end of Black Panther, they basically said that they were going to open up and, you know, kind of share their knowledge and their technology with the world, mm. which I think would have given Tony that that access to get that stuff. Because he not only used it for his suit, but he used it for um, Spider Man's suit mm-hmm. too. I I am still going to complain about never getting the scene between Tony Stark and Shuri. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, we got Bruce, but Bruce isn't is a genius. But he just. It seemed like to me that he won't quite with my Shuri, and I would have loved to mm. see Shuri and. Well, I think that's what's going to make this interesting. Tony. Because because Riri is incredibly intelligent. Yes. I think in the comics, a lot of them say she's smarter than Tony Stark. Imagine Riri and Shuri meeting for the first time in this slight battle of the minds. They're going to be talking. You saw how Shuri talked to Tony. Huh? And, uh, well, talked to Bruce and them like, yo, like, why didn't y'all just do this? And he was like. Um, imagine if Shuri's doing something and Riri approaches her in this same way. It's like, oh, well, why don't you do this? And they can do this. And she's looking at her like, bitch. <laughs> but you're right. Exactly. <laughs> so I, oh, it's, I'm, I'm excited about it. Did you, you see a picture of I her did. walking? She looks like a child. Well, you know, she's really young in the comics. She she's like 14 or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so she's supposed to be really young. But I think they're probably going to age her up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but you know what? She's <laughs> black. So she could, she could easily be 55 in that picture. I mean, have you seen the show All American? All of those kids are in. <laughs> Coop is thirty one, playing a, a a high school senior. Black, black don't crack. Okay, y'all. I mean, that is right. not racist to say that we don't. 
And you know, the sad part is I feel bad for black kids. <laughs> Y'all can't even be hiding kid parts because all the adults take them. <laughs> Unless you an infant, it's going to be an adult playing your part. Oh my God. <laughs> like we have a, 16, a six-year-old child playing uh, a 42-year-old woman. Shut up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Riri. I'm a, yo, I'm a, yo. Mm-hmm. I feel like after Shane Chi comes out tomorrow, um, I think it's gonna do well. I think it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Do well. I think it's gonna do really well, and it's it's exclusively in theaters too. Good. Um, I think people are kind of getting over this whole COVID thing. Well, not it ain't going anywhere, but I think people are yeah. a little bit safer. I think they're gonna go out and see Shang Chi, and I think it's gonna do numbers just like Black Panther did numbers. Mm-hmm. Or at least I hope they do, because I would love to see more representation. I would too. So, Wait, so Black Panther comes out next year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wakanda forever. I looked it up. July the 8th. July 8th. We in September. They filming still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like sometimes they be done with these movies. Well, they probably done filming by like November. Winston Duke start- has um, he must be filming. He's got to be because he got that stupid haircut that he be having in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out there. Angela Bassett is back. We need to know who Michaela is playing. Who is she playing? They have I don't know. If when they haven't said, I think it's major. Uh, I, mean, I think so too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Unless know. they're trying to keep a villain secret, nah, or something. I don't know. I don't know what could be more major than Storm. I just I don't oh. I don't know what could be more major than that. And I mean, you what did you say? You don't think they're going to announce her as Storm? But if she was playing somebody else, they would have announced it. Because didn't they announce when Homeboy was playing Namor? Namor, 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 Namor. Maybe, but I think I I, I think well, it's going to get spoiled anyway. Because think about it, we already seeing pictures of them on the set filming. We gonna see a picture of Michaela on set and out uh, in costume. If this one ain't got white hair, then we gonna be sitting over here like, okay, so maybe she is gonna be what's that, Madam? What you told me what her name was, Madam? Mm. It's not Madam C.J. Walker. Absolutely not. Um, uh, absolutely, Madam Slay. Yes, Madam Slay. I mean, it could be Madam Slay, but I feel like Madam Slay. And she's a villain. Wait, okay, how okay, how obscure is Madam Slay? So let's see. Let me look this up. I don't know, man. Um not to say that it can't be Madam Slay, but I also know that they've already said that X-Men is coming. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a But would they introduce the X-Men and Black Panther? They might introduce Storm since she has a connection to them. But my And why wouldn't they have already See, this is this is the only complaint I have, and this is one of the things that worries me about the introduction of mutants. WandaVision showed us that mutants exist. Because they are. Mm-hmm. Because she had abilities prior to touching the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. That means that a, a person like Storm, people would know. They have would have seen someone like this who can actually control the elements like this. I'm like, or like when you have people like Beast in them who are blue, like how do you explain someone like that never coming up unless, unless, which is a real stretch, 
you know, like stretch Armstrong. Mm-hmm. But what if Professor X and his little team of mutants have found out a way to make it so that when he is connected to Cerebro, which allows him to connect to anything, mm-hmm. any person, living thing out there, that he could have made them oblivious to the existence of these beings. Or does he even go as far as making even mutants not know they're mutants? That seems really elaborate. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, how do you explain them being here but not being here? Well, the same way they explain the Eternals being at Starbucks. Right, but at least the, sta- the Eternals background backstory makes that make sense, though. We didn't talk they... about the final trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Wow. It's been that long? It has been that long. Oh, my goodness. We are so sorry. I can't even keep up with stuff. So the final trailer of the Eternals was amazing. Amazing. (sighs) Where do we start? Where do we start? Who do you think wakes up first? You said who? Who do you think wakes up first? Um... Well, I can't remember the gender swapping thing. Do you think so it's Icarus? In the comics, it was a guy. It was not... It, it, well, no. Oh. Hold on. Let me look this because up. Because Samurai I need to make character sure I'm right. And, they, and Sonic Boom are traditionally in the comics men, and they're being played by women in the movie. Okay, so this is the one that I read. Okay, so in the one that I read... The first person who actually technically woke up was the kid. Sprite. Okay. Sprite knew who he was. He just didn't tell anyone else who they were. But then, um, who is the next one? The guy, he wears blue and red, blonde hair. He was next. Mm Mm-hmm. He was the one that woke up next and then these people had captured him and were doing tests on him and trying to kill him and he kept not dying. Oh. But then he started to make his way around and talking to people that he remembered trying to help them remember. And I think the next person was a girl. Dark hair. What was her ability? Uh, Let me see. Let me look at these Ay, 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 ay. Comics. Okay, let me see your names. I have to see your names. Members. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, there's too many of y'all. Y'all names. Too many of y'all. Okay, here we go. So, it was. The little runt, the kid who was Sprite, then was Icarus. Icarus went and woke up. I don't even see her name. Where is she? Maybe it was Cersei? No, that's the Gemma Chance. That's her. No, so because she was she's actually a guy in the comments, so it's not her. It's, that's uh who was it? I can't remember, but then it was Thing. Uh uh, Angel, uh, Angelina Jolie's character, because she was the one who had a kid. 
this is a lot. I feel like I need to go back and read these again. I think in the movie, for the movie, I think that, um, honestly, I think that Selma Hyatt's character, I don't think she ever went to sleep. I think she's been woke the whole time. Because, you know, mm. she's the one that has a direct connection to the, um, the who are they? The Celestials. So she has a direct connection to them. I think that she stayed awake. It was Cersei. Cersei? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cersei had she was she had the black hair. Cersei and one of the other ones Icarus? were linked up. They were like together. Icarus? I think Cersei and Icarus were together. Because mm-hmm. you see them through time. Mm-hmm. He went to her. She didn't believe him, but then she started having flashes because she acknowledged she didn't acknowledge to him, but she acknowledged to the people reading that she had been having dreams. Mm-hmm. And so the stuff that he was saying to her, she had been seeing too. But she didn't want to tell him because she didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened with um, it was a, someone who runs fast. Sonic Boom? Mm-hmm. Super Speed, so Makari. Makari. Makari is a guy in the comic, but is a girl in the movie. Mm-hmm. Makari was also uh, approached by Icarus as well. And because he's like a doctor or something. And I just love that she's deaf. Makari's deaf. Mm-hmm. But it was like interesting seeing how that whole thing was because he was he really did not believe anything. He was not but he was having the dreams too. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up being in a setting where someone was shooting and his powers kicked off. Wow. Because I mean I- and he didn't know how he did it. When I was looking at the trailer, I don't like I don't know what order they're gonna be doing in here, but um it seemed like old girl was always awake because she come back to the house and she sees somebody standing beside the house and it's home Icarus. But Icarus is like but I'm wondering, has he always known that she was there or knew who she was and was just getting back? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I um mm, mm, mm. I tell you what though. I like that um, John Snow is asking him why they didn't help. Okay, so in the comics, the character that's played by Selma Hayek, Ajak or whatever, Ajak, mm-hmm. she wasn't always up. She was awakened by Icarus as well. Mm-hmm. So all basically all of them. Like and then when they approached Sprite, the Sprite was like, "Oh yeah, I know," because he because they're in the in the time that they're in in the comics, they're they're living in a time where everyone knows that there are people that exist to have powers. Mm-hmm. But if you have powers, you essentially have to register with the government. Sounds and not and, like- and basically say that you're not going to use your powers unless you've been told that you can. Mm. Like you can be a superhero, but if you're not technically on duty. You can't use your powers. So that was like an, uh, an event in the comics where someone was having a party. Like uh, Cersei was there and Makari was there. And that's when somebody started shooting. Makari ran around really fast and was able to save people from the bullets and stuff. But there were two other heroes in there that were not a part of the Eternals who were going back and forth about whether or not they should help. One of them was like, no, we can't help us against the law. The other one was like, well, if I just stand here, these people are going to die. So they really have to make like moral decisions about whether or not they're going to do something like that or not. And then the villain, was it Druig, whatever? 
don't know he if he's gonna getting... be the villain. He didn't look, but I mean that could be wrong. Well, he's he's definitely a villain in the book. He I mean the comic. He didn't look like a villain in the movie. Because he like can control your mind. Mm-hmm. Which is like in, there was one scene where he walks into it's kind of mirrors a scene from Jessica Jones, the Netflix series, where they walk into a police department and he call he controls all of the minds of all the police officers. Mm. So like in the in the show, she he they were walking and then all of the people turn and point their guns at someone. <laughs> Stuff like that. But I keep forgetting that the Eternals is coming. But, yeah, yeah. John Snow's character. Who is he? That Black Knight, ain't he? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, Black Knight. I could be wrong. Why don't they even have him listed on? Um... Oh, Dane Whitman. Mm-hmm. He's dating Cersei mm-hmm. in this movie, but, um, but yeah, I agree. I was definitely here for him question like, so y'all just stood around while all this stuff happened? So y'all was at Starbucks getting your home? And they were like, yeah, we can't really help unless it's an issue caused by the deviant. So good luck. Which is crazy. But they're almost like the Watcher. Because mm. the Watcher, all he does is just sit there and watch. These people watch, but they can only intervene when it's specific to the deviants. Right. And I feel like the oh, and then the scene where Athena looks like she about to bust it wide open with the deviant. But was she though? Was she she looked like she was yeah, annoying by it, it it looked very seductive to me. Well cause she cause he was touching her face. I know and she was like, oh you can have it. No. They did not look like <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. To she me, said, oh, you can have it. To me, it looked like she was turning her head away from him because he was just like, it don't matter. Yeah, it, to me, it was like, that's what you saw. Yeah, that's what I saw. I like, I'm about to go find it. I'm going to stop that scene just that so was, you can see what I'm talking that about. Was not. Because that's what I got for a bit. I was like, oh, so that's what we doing? So you just, you busted wide open for Brad Pitt while he was with Jennifer Anderson. Now you just yeah, giving it to the deviant. But he was, but you know what? She was being locked up. That's how I know she won't. She didn't want to kiss him or touch him. Mm-hmm. Let me see what he says to her. Oh, okay, I don't know what he said. She to her, looked like somebody. He grabbed her up like this. She's like, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> she looked like Mm-mm. somebody who got involved with somebody and they broke up, and the breakup was bad, and he keep messing with her. Mm-hmm. He like yeah. she like leave me alone. That's what you see. That's what you see. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. She don't like mm-hmm. it. She don't look like she like it. Oh, I was like, okay, Angelina, just out here busting the wide open for these things. And that thing looked big. Like that didn't even give me deviant vibes. It's like, is this a celestial? It's a celestial. A celestial. Or something? A celestial. What we think is a celestial. Do you mm-hmm. know what? Do you um? They said they said they were trying to potentially paint the image of her actually being Thanos' mama. And that scene that we saw was actually when he was conceived. That looked like rape to me. I mean, it could be. You never Uh, know. Yikes. But this is also Marvel, so they probably wouldn't show that. They probably wouldn't uh, know. That's the most sensual they've been in all of their movies. I called that vibranium reference, and I want to know because Icarus is like, what is this vibranium? 
Mm-hmm. So what's his connection to vibranium? What I well, you know the, the the theory is that one of the celestials was using like that scene that we see the celestial with the big staff mm-hmm. and all the power from the stone. They were saying that it was like like a moment like that when they destroyed a planet or whatever mm-hmm. with this thing that created the vibranium, mm-hmm. and then when that planet blew up it traveled through space and that's how we ended up getting it on earth. Cause it crashed into what is now Wakanda. Right. right. So, no. because know. you know, you know, they, the color generally from Wakanda tends to be like a purplish color, which to me is like the power stone, mm-hmm. which would also explain some of the things they've done with it. Like one, it's strength, but two, you know, he has one of the suits that actually absorbs and then releases the power. Uh-huh. So. Mm. I'm, I'm still super duper interested in the Eternals. I just want to know what is popping. I want to know mm-hmm. what Icarus said to um, AJ. I want to know all of that. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm so excited. It's uh, Marvel is back and I'm so excited. Excited. Yes. yes, that's gonna be good. And so we so Shang-Chi tomorrow. Do we have anything happening in October? No, that's why I feel like this announcement in September is gonna be something that fills this gap in October. Why would though? Because because we have August was when what if started, September is Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. October is empty for the moment. November has the Eternals. Then we also have um, Hawkeye coming up. We have Spider-Man coming up. Mm -hmm. We have not had a full announcement of a release date for Miss Marvel, though, Mm -hmm. and they still haven't changed the fact that that was supposed to be sometime this year. There's got to be a reason why they're pushing it back. I don't... I'm wondering if something somewhere else is being revealed, and that's why they can't do it yet. Like, what if the post credit scene in... What is this? Um... What are we talking about? Shang Chi uh, may have a connection to that or something. I don't know, but there's got to be a reason why they've been waiting so long because they finished filming earlier this year. I don't know. We'll see. But it needs to be announced. It needs to be announced soon. Hmm. Anyway, October. So, okay. maybe October is a break before it picks back up because we're gonna be full steam ahead. And that's true too. November, December, probably into January, they'll probably announce Miss the Marvels or whatever Miss Marvel soon. Yeah, because the Marvels comes out next year too. Comes out in like November. So we got to be getting some. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we get an end credit scene. Um, did you see that Tiana Paris said that um, she's already teased that Monica Rambeau is going off in this new movie? She better. Like, you finally going to really be seeing her um, being this person? They said that she also noted that it's going to provide the opportunity to further understand Rambeau after what had been established in WandaVision. And it's been teased that her mom is going to be making an appearance in uh, Marvel's movie. So my guess is probably going to be a flashback, mm-hmm. but cause she ain't here no more. But uh, I have a feeling. Cool. I I knew. I have a feeling, and I hope that I'm right. That um, the director was a black woman. What's her name? It's not. Is it Nia? Nia DaCosta. That's, I 
was gonna say that, but I wasn't sure. Seeing Grown mm-hmm. with Nia DaCosta, I got a feeling she's gonna do my girl right because she just directed Tiana in um Candyman. Candyman. Did you like mm-hmm. it? I haven't seen it because um he didn't want to see it. Oh uh, okay. So I'm gonna wait till there's a, a high quality version for me to stream and then I'll watch it then. I've heard mixed reviews about it. I mean I'm not seeing it anyway, but you know. <laughs> how I feel about horror. I almost just kind of want to buy a ticket, two tickets or whatever, just to support. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing no damn horror. That ain't. Mm-hmm. My lights are flickering. That's gonna be cool. Okay, so next week, potentially talking about Shang Chi. I'm trying to see if I can squeeze it in before we record. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have a holiday weekend. Maybe it'll somehow happen. I don't know. But you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be going to um DC. Oh yeah, and the person I'm going to see, friend. my friend Ash, she don't care about no damn Shang Chi. She not taking yeah. this. See, we fly out on Friday, so I went ahead and got the ticket for you yet tomorrow. You going by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll watch that. So we'll watch that because he's into action movies, so that'll be fine. So I'll have that, and then we'll have episode five. Of what if? And that's supposed to be what you know. So. That's the one with party for. Yeah, it's supposed to be about Thor. So I feel like this probably ain't gonna be my favorite. And like in my mind, I already feel like it's gonna be a couple steps down. Mm. But you know, we'll see. So are we? Are we um, tabling the DC comics? Because I'm gonna go ahead and say I've been watching. Well, I've I haven't been watching the animated movies, but I have been watching Titans, and boy. Episode one, season three. Good. When I tell you I gasped in the first five minutes. I just need to watch it. I've been uh, it was, ooh, it's so good. I it's so good. Watch it. I need to watch it. Because this third season to me is introducing um Red Hood. It's also introducing Starfire Sister, Blackfire. Um they introduced, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. But this introduced, oh, the Red Hood thing, that first episode when I took, because do you know Red Hood's history? No, I don't know anything about okay. DC Comics. You know this. Okay. Well, I'm like, I don't know. Should I tell you? No. Because you haven't decided if you're actually going to watch no, I have yet. not. I need, I need so I'm to like, watch that's why I'm like, I could tell you because most people who know anything about Batman know about Red Hood, but you don't really know anything about Batman, so you may not know anything about Red Hood. But I'm like, is it really spo- spoiling anything if it's like a common thing in the comics? Well, I, will, I won't read the comics. Say okay, it, so I'm gonna just, just I'm gonna just tell you. Yeah. Okay, so Red Hood is a villain uh-huh. in the comics. He exists because Jason Todd, who's one of the um, Robins, like, you know, there's Dick Grayson who becomes Nightwing. Uh-huh. Then there's Jason Todd. And then after Jason Todd is Damien. Jason Todd is the only Robin to die. Mm, okay. So in this, basically, the Joker kills him, or we thought he was dead. Then this villain, Red Hood, appears. It is revealed that this Red Hood is actually Jason Todd, and he's out for revenge against Batman 
So his goal is actually to take him out and all of the people around him. Jesus. Oh, he's vicious. So in in Titans, they kind of twisted the story just a little bit, but in Titans, he's trying to take out Bruce, but he's also trying to take down the Teen Titans too. Because he feels like they kind of abandoned him. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't have died had people been supporting him and being there for him. But when I tell you, they showed, <laughs> if you Google, let me see. Um, Is Batman, did they talk about Batman in Titans? Titans? Yeah, he's in it too. Did you watch um, Game of Thrones? A little. Uh, There was this old man that was always working with Khaleesi, Daenerys, the Queen of the Dragons. That old man plays Bruce Wayne. Oh, so he he can't be suiting up, can he? No, because he he doesn't suit up as Batman. I'm about to say because he's so far because he's he's old as shit. But um, this this is if you just showed someone this, look in your phone. Um, even if it didn't have those words there, if you just put a picture of Robin on the left and then the crowbar on the right, anyone who's seen the comic would know exactly what that means. Because that's how Joker kills him. Oh my god! He literally he beats him to death with the crowbar, and that's what how the first season—I mean, the third season of Titans starts up. Like Jason Todd is out trying to find a Joker because he wants to kill the Joker, and he's lured out into a space. And he gets there, and he turns around, and the Joker smacks him in the head with the crowbar and literally beats him <laughs> on the ground. So I guess, but yeah, the whole thing with Jason Todd is like a big thing in the comics just because he's the first, not only real Robin to die, but then in the series is highlighting the fact that um, Barbara Gordon, who ends up being Batgirl, mm-hmm. who ends up getting injured, I think also by the Joker, oh, and she's paralyzed from oh, the waist down. She basically confronts Bruce Wayne and says that basically he's preying on little kids. Like he's finding little boys who have gone through something traumatic, convinces them that they can do this whole crime fighting thing. And if something happens to them, they, he just goes out and finds another kid. Like, he, like he's just treating them like they're very dispensable. And you can see on his face like... It's it's not. I don't think he's intending to do it, but when it's brought to light, that's what he's been doing. Then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm like a real terrible person." (laughs) So it's it's. I love the 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 whole concept of that because to me, I thought about that before. I'm like, "You're a crime fighting hero. You know how dangerous this is." But something in you says, "Ooh, I'm gonna train this 12 year old kid to go out here and fight and dodge bullets with me." Damon. Right, something about that just never felt right to me. But got them out there to their death. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm I'm watching it. I think I've watched the first two episodes, so mm-hmm. I, but yeah, it's on HBO Max. I don't think they're they had them all at one time. This one they're releasing each episode a week. So well, they about to change. Aren't they about to change the um the, the HBO Max subscription? Well, they do have the a cheaper version of it, but I don't know if they're changing outside of that. Mm. Yeah, they have one that has commercials, but it also doesn't include um, day one releases for some of the movies. Ah, uh, well, the version I'm that like, we had, we've had all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, y'all have the the one without the commercials, though, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't got none of them. I just stream um, applications that provide me with links that the dark web movies and stuff. Sure. Okay. You know, there may be names like that out there for it. Okay. You know. mm-hmm. Okay. So that means, okay. So again, next week, episode five of What If, potentially Shang-Chi. Potentially. potentially. We'll see. I don't we know, see. but we'll see. We'll see. But we will see. I'm excited. Right, I want to see it pretty soon. So I'm, I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready for it. But we shall. I really think it's going to be an announcement for something in October. We got five know. episodes left. We got five episodes left. Five episodes left puts us ending things on the first week of October. Something in October is happening. Or not. Don't do that. Okay. Don't say that. It was real to me. Right. Yeah. Because Hawkeye doesn't premiere until the end of November. That means that a series literally can fall in between. Or not. When What If ends and then when that starts. But they haven't announced, do that. But they haven't announced it. <laughs> I know, but something is going to be announced on September 10th still. I feel like it's still going to happen. And somebody dropped, jumped the gun and Marvel's mad about it and they're probably fired. They're fired. And they'll probably they're release something line. on social media to tell us exactly what it is. They're in the unemployment line trying to get an application to go work for DC because they're done at Marvel. Done, done, done. Mm-hmm. So. All right, but um, Blurred, that brings us to the end. Bye. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.